Joe, it's been a little bit since we had a Friarside chat. I think was the last one. Was it Sean Lewis? Was the last one? I Talk believe so. Yep. So, so that was your guy. Yep. So I I wanted to bring someone in who I've seen a ton on social media. I I read his his uh, leaders of the free world, which we're going to be talking about today. But he's also got other projects that he's working on that I want to know more about. Um, his name. It's Corey Pruitt. You guys may know him as Up to Task, formerly listed as that old nerdy bastard on Twitter. <laughs> now he's now it's just as leaders of the free world. I think it's on on Kickstarter three now. Kickstarter three now. But the third kick, the third issue of that is out. Or I'm sorry, the Kickstarter campaign has started. Corey, how yes. you doing? I am I'm well, sir. How are you? I am doing very well. I'm re I'm really uh, glad that you took some time to uh, set aside a little bit of time to talk to Joe and I about your book that you've been working on. Your first. Um, crack at writing comics, correct? Yes. Um, I've always been a fan of the, you know, reading comics and, you know, people said to me, um, Hey, maybe you should do your own or like, I will post an opinion about someone and someone said, well, why don't you just do your own? And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Even, I mean, you're one of, obviously you're one of like the prominent comics, Twitter's accounts out there i mean a thousand oh, wow, thank you yeah. Yeah, every, <laughs> thank dude you like i'm not even like blowing smoke, smoke right they're just trying to be nice like it's a fact like every time you get reactions not always good ones but you always <laughs> get reactions out there i mean it's got to the point now where like he's writing comics but he's actually his thing too is doc i don't know if you've seen this one but he says i don't actually read comics yeah yeah I wonder, there's a reason yeah. for that <laughs> i wonder why i wonder why uh, well here's the reason real quick um, every, you know, I'm, I'm very opinionated. And when it comes to that, you know, people always, you know, have their opinions as well. I respect everyone's opinions, but there's always somebody who always comes up and says, tries to like, correct me <laughs> and mm -hmm. always try to say, well, if you read the comics, so like as a troll type thing, I kept saying, <laughs> I don't read comics. And, like it actually started working. Like I did it. As a I love it. Uh <laughs> One of my favorite. Seriously, it's perfect. I gotta read them. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's funny because like all the all the people who hate on me for some weird reason, they all talk to each other and they say, "Well, he doesn't read comics, anyways." And it's the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> I retweet it. I like it. I'm like, yes, yes. Oh man. <laughs> well, I've seen with with um, our guy Casey Walsh over at Geek World White, our Joe's and I's boss over there. Like I've seen with him where he gets accounts that will talk trash about him and that he finds later. They're not tagging him and talking about him. And then I found that with you at one point, I knew you'd already, you know, we're kind of a big deal and everything. I saw that. I was like, this is how you know, Doc, that you've made it when people are just talking shit about you, but not adding you because they, like, they don't want you to find out. And put them on blast. It's crazy because people, I have eyes everywhere and people will just tag me in it. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, hey, up in task, he's talking about you. <laughs> hey, man, a wise man told me that. If no one's talking about you, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. thousand percent. So, so yes. and, and now here you are writing your own book, and that's what we want to talk about. Of course, the first two issues of Leaders of the Free World are available on Comixology, and this new Kickstarter campaign has started for the third issue, and we'll, we want to give everybody all that information um, about the Kickstarter as we go along as well. But I know um, for Joe, he hadn't heard about the uh, Leaders of the Free World before I talked to him about it for this interview. This is all kind of new to him as much as he knew you on Twitter. So can you tell people a little bit about what your story is about before we go any further. Absolutely. Um, I'm a big fan of team books. Um, 
I was um, one of the first books I really got into was Avengers and X-Men. Um, and later the Grant Morrison JLA. Um, I just like the idea of heroes coming together um, for a common goal. So when I decided I was going to do a team book, I wanted to say, okay, how do I make my team stand out? Mm. Like, I didn't want them to just be superheroes. I wanted there to be, like, a point and a purpose to them. And one of the main things that I um, did was I said, okay, actually, going back to what I said earlier, where someone said, well, why don't you just make your own? Mm -hmm. um, I was talking about diversity and comic mm -hmm. books. And um, I was, you know, someone said, you know, I was like, I wish there was more, like, um, you know, I'm from California, so I'm like mm -hmm. a melting pot. So right. I see all types of people everywhere. So I said, I wanted to make a book that reflects what I see every day. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, what if, you know, take it for example, let's take Avengers or JLA. One of my biggest issues I have with them is that most of them are American. Mm -hmm. and, or even Justice League. Like, outside of Wonder Woman and Aquaman, they're from fictitious places. That right. don't even exist. <laughs> right. And, and then everyone else is just American. And mm -hmm. so that always annoyed me. So I said that when I do my own thing, I want characters to actually be from other countries. Right. And have them come together. And I said, but why would they come together? And that was the tough part. Mm. I was like, I didn't want it to simply just be oh, bad guys are here. We have to team up now to do it. I wanted there to be a reason why there is like an issue with doing it, with them mm -hmm. coming together. So I came up with the idea that everybody in my world, they have to, every superhero are not allowed to operate outside of their country. Mm. It's a law. And it's funny because, um, you know, I have a friend from Mexico um, and, you know, he was having trouble, you know, his parents came over here, unfortunately, illegally. Um, they're legal now, thank God. They, they went through everything, but they were just having trouble with that. And I was thinking, what's the problem? Like, why can't, you know, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like, let them in, let them do their thing. And um, so I was thinking, what if it was something like that, but with superheroes? As in, you can't operate, you can't operate here legally. And that was the idea that I started to go with where an event happened that is so terrible that beings from different countries had to come together. Mm -hmm. They're forced to come together to save the world because separately it's not working. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. It's yeah. not working separately. And right. so this is kind of like a come together type thing. Nice. Nice. So you, you sort of mentioned that you love, you know, group, you know, stories. Is there a specific comic, a specific title that, you know, inspired you, you know, as a kid or, or even now that, you know, kind of, you know, made you want to write this kind of story? Uh, great question. Um, the My favorite team of all time. Oh, man, this is so tough to talk about. <laughs> mm, no, you know, I, I, come on. What's your favorite team of all time? I, we, I know mine and I'm pretty sure Doc has the same one as me. I mean, it's got to be the Boston Celtics, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we're talking oh. sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say Raiders. <laughs> oh, okay. Raiders Nation, Lakers, oh. Cali, all the way. <laughs> okay. um, but uh, we'll talk about that on your sports podcast. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my favorite team, actually, a superhero team, is the Authority. 
And it's so tough to talk about them because of Warren Ellis. Unfortunately, he's like problematic now. So like, it's tough, but like, that's what I was raised on. Like, I'm like, Mm. I still love the authority. Like I still do. And like, what I liked about them were that they, when the world is in danger, the world is in danger. So like, There'll be there'll be fighting in Shanghai, and then the next page they're in Russia, and the next page they're in Australia. Like they're going all around the world in attacking things, and you know, and that was something big, and everything was like big and widescreen. So that was what I wanted to do with my book. So since authorities kind of sort of out of here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now people can hopefully read Leaders of the Free World. Mm-hmm. So that was. Midnighter, right? Yes, Midnighter, Apollo, Jack Hawksmore, Engineer, Swift, the Doctor. Yeah. Okay. I see. I just figured you were gonna go X Men because they are the best. They're, they're in my opinion, they're the best team. But because I mean, growing up, that show we had. I mean, we had uh, the Leewalds on a little while back, and they, that's just I mean, so important for all of us growing up and everything. No matter what age we're, because Doc and I are a little different age. I don't know where you are, um, age range, Corey, but. Um, but anyways, like you, you bring part of the reason that X Men for me, and you hint, you talk about it a little bit with Leaders of the Free World, why it's why that's such an important book for me. And I, I remember reading your first issue and reviewing it for Geeks Worldwide, seeing like he's bringing in diversity, but he's you know show don't tell, right? It's so important in storytelling, and you did that, and it's in, in a time where even before like the the events of 2020, where people are starting to become more aware of it, yours because yours came out was it 18 or 17? The first issue, Leaders of the Free World, 18, 18 2018. 18. 18. So even before people were like more and more people were starting to recognize it, you were writing about that with your first comic. And to me, it's like, this is, this feels natural the way he's talking about it the whole time. And to me, I think that's so important. That's why the X-Men like resonated so well and helped me so much as a kid with just the show alone. Um, For you, you know, it's important for you to talk about it. You mentioned it, but like making sure that you're just telling a story as opposed to Show, or show showing us a story, like it's a snapshot, as opposed to telling us why diversity is important. Like, was that at all difficult for you, or was that um, just did it kind of come natural? Um, it, I'm not gonna lie, it was difficult for me. Um, and the reason why it was so difficult was that I wanted to make sure that each voice was represented well. So, unfortunately, you know, I have like a Chinese kid on my team, uh, mm-hmm. Surreal the Monkey King. I've never been. Uh, a Chinese kid. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to make sure his voice was done well. So I have, you know, once again, I go back to, I'm from California and, you know, I'm surrounded by all these people. I have a lot of resources. So I have a neighbor who is actually from China and their son is a teenager and he, you know, is out here. And so I have no problem approaching them and saying, hi, I'm writing this book. And I have these characters that are from, you know, I have a character from China. I want to make sure that I'm representing them well, him well. And so I had them go over it and they gave me their ideas because originally I had him doing something else and doing all different types of things. And they were like, well, how really? do you do this instead? Yeah. Yeah. I, I did that for every single one of my characters. And and one of the issues, you know, I have uh, Samoan people on the team mm-hmm. and, um, uh, you know, I have a family of Samoans that I'm friends with too. And, you know, they gave me that idea. They said, you know, I was talking with them. This was even before the book. Um, I was talking with them, you know, I love superheroes. And they said, can you name us any Samoan superheroes? 
And going back to <laughs> X-Men, the only one I know of is Mondo from Generation X. That's I'll a deep pull right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, before the authority, it was X-Men for me, exactly. Mm. <laughs> all, right, all right, there we go. There we go. Yeah, X-Men. I always tell people, X-Men did diversity before it was like the thing to do. Like, yeah. they were doing it before we were all born. It's so crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I said Mondo, and I said, outside of that, no, I don't know any. So I definitely wanted to make sure they were represented as well. Um, and, you know, they were telling me about their culture and, you know, the, the warrior dance cries they do. And they were telling me, like, they did, like, one in front of me. And uh, it's called, like, a Subate. And they did one in front of me. And it was, like, the most glorious thing I've ever seen. And mm. I was like, something like this needs to be in comic book form. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, they have similar things. Like we've all seen Jason Momoa do his haka um, for, um, you know, for Aquaman. And like, mm -hmm. if you guys haven't seen these things, like you could Google and YouTube them. They're glorious things. And yeah. I was like, how come no one has put this in a comic book? I could see like a group of Samoan people with superpowers just doing a war cry against a bunch of aliens the aliens are just pooping themselves like oh shit <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh my god what's going on <laughs> what is going on yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I played I played football um, one of the biggest schools out here was Grant High School and um, they have they went to the nationals every year and people said how come they're so good and I had to tell them I was like there is a group of Samoans that go there Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're linemen are all Samoan dudes huh. and they are giant brick walls and they would do uh, uh, a haka uh, you know uh, the souvete before every match and it was the most frightening thing <laughs> and every time a coach would be like guys go in the locker room uh, when they do this because I don't want you guys to see this you can hear them they're out there on the field screaming, and I'm like, that we gotta play against that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to have that feeling in this book, and just different things and cultures like that. So mm -hmm. it took some research. But so, you're right, right? Yeah. <laughs> so 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 catching up on, I you know I was getting ready for the interview, reading the, you know you know reading these books, and I and I, and I loved them. Uh, you, you you said you just mentioned you sort of drawing upon you know all these characters from some from you know you know people in your life you wanted to sort of represent cultures. Who's the basket weaver uh, in your life that is uh, that it's Cage? You know. <laughs> 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 that's actually my best friend uh oh no way is, that's awesome yeah 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 uh his name is is his gauge actually oh gauge sorry my bad no 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 in the comic oh uh, no in my my friend's name is gauge okay <clears throat> excuse me but in the comic i changed his name to cage because i just did it as a joke to see if he caught it <laughs> and I, there's this old joke that we always make fun of with him was that um, he had to take an art class <laughs> to graduate, and there was nothing available except basket weaving. And so <laughs> he took the basket weaving class, and he actually got very good at it. <laughs> wow. So we make fun of him for it. It's a joke. And I threw him in a book and to see if he caught it. And he didn't catch it at first. With <laughs> he didn't catch it, and I wow. was like, "Fam, that's you." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it is me." <laughs> Tremendous. I had to sneak so that question in there. 
<laughs> good question. No one's no one's really asked that. That's good. I like that. Um, but um, uh, you know, with everything that I throw into my books are based off of experiences that I that I've had. Mm-hmm. So if anybody anybody who asks questions about it, I can relate it to something in my life. So I want to make sure this book is like a representation of me. Mm-hmm. Like you'll even see like things that I would say on Twitter on there. well that's that's interesting because one of the things that i think would jump out to anybody reading this is your uh the 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 music like how it plays a part in all this and how you're constantly like switching over like it's 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 not every panel i don't think but it's at least every page right that 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 we're on like what made you decide to do that because i've never seen anything like that in comics and it's like it definitely draws your attention every single time appreciate that um i wanted one of the most important things that I wanted to do was have my own voice when it comes to writing. Um, when it comes to people like certain writers, like for example, Ben Michael Brian Michael Bendis, um, you could tell when it's Bendis because like he likes to use a lot of talking, lots of <laughs> word bubbles. I feel like a lot of writers have a lot of things that you know that it's like a tag for them. Like you know that this is written by this person. So I wanted my thing to be something that hasn't been done before. And one of my secrets is I listen to music while I'm writing. I don't recommend oh. everybody do it. Seven up for but yeah, I like that. That's just how my brain works. Um, I've studied listening to music, um, things like that, which also kind of upset me because in that horrible film, Fantastic. Um, Sue <laughs> Storm, she listens to music to get things done. And like, I, I took that personally. Shout out to Michael Jordan. I, I took that personally because I'm like, I did that too, but they made it look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I studied that way and with music and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So when I was listening to it, um, I would write down in my scripts what I was listening to during that time ah okay yeah and one time i turned in the script to the artist eli johnson shout out to eli excuse me um he looked at it and he said did you mean to put this on here and i looked and i was like oh no 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 no! i didn't mean to do that he was like no keep it on there and i was like okay and yeah people appreciate it it's a soundtrack i want people to get like something out of this other than just um other than just the reading of the comic book they also get to listen to some pretty good music and i've had a lot of people hit me back and say hey yo i didn't know this song existed now it's one of my favorite songs and i appreciate stuff like that have you thought about like making a spotify like playlist for you your books <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny um i'm you know going back to the uh I don't read comic books thing. <laughs> um, another thing I do is I tell everyone I'm 48. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 48. <laughs> I'm 38. Um, didn't you tell? Hey, didn't you actually tell people one time like that? That would be a, like I'm actually a 38 year old white guy. Isn't <laughs> oh, that that's part of it? Another thing. Yeah. That's another thing that I would tell people. It's like, yeah, I'm a white guy too. And like, <laughs> it just became this thing, and people started doing it. <laughs> And so I told people I'm 48 because a lot of people say, you're a grown man child. You're, you're blah, blah, blah. And someone said I was 50 one time. And I was like, do I look 50? What the fuck? And, but I was like, nah, roll with it. Just roll with it. Uh, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not 50. I'm 48. 
<laughs> and people started and going back to the trolls. The trolls would be like, you're a 48-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just likes and retweets it. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, it's tremendous. Uh, you got to teach a seminar course, master class on social media. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, man. Here's the deal. You can't stop people from talking, but you can kind of sort of uh, fix the narrative. Yeah, I can you control sure can. the narrative. And, uh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm so, and so when people say you're 48, I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm 48. I know I'm old. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> you know, people just be like laughing at the comments. And the <laughs> hater is so confused. They're like, wait, oh. why is everybody laughing? <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Um, I'm I'm an older dude. I don't know how Spotify shit works. Uh, but I have fans who've already made them for me. There are leaders oh, in the world. Spotify pages. And so I wanted to tell that story to show why I didn't make it. Because I, don't know, I was on Spotify. I said, what the hell? This is so confusing. Why is this so confusing? It doesn't need to be this confusing. Why oh, is it's it confusing? tremendous. I'm an Apple Music guy myself. Yeah. Like, is he an idiot? Maybe I am. But that's just how my brain works. I look at that and I'm like, what the hell is I, I just want to listen to this song. Can I listen to this song? And they're like, well, we can recommend this song. What the fuck? That's not what I asked. I asked, I'm an Apple Music guy. Yes. I'm like, dude, find me on Apple Music, yo. Because this All is right. just ridiculous. Oh, that's tremendous. So, so thank you. <laughs> along that same vein, you know, talking about a second ago where, you know, you you in your notes, you just had what you were listening to and you kept it in there. And your artists, how did your creative team come together? Like, how did you establish all the guys, or all the people, I should say, that you worked with on these books? Um, another great question. This is a great interview. You guys are good at this shit. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I've done a bunch of interviews. It's all the same damn questions. I'm like, fam, did y'all do any research and shit? But y'all did y'all thing. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm once again, I'm in California. Um, mm -hmm. And... I wanted to find an artist that was nearby me, um, which was hard to do. But uh, uh, there was this young dude who drew this picture of Rogue. And Rogue is one of my favorite characters. Oh, um, so and, so yeah. fucking underrated. Don't even get me. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, give her something to do. Uh, Hickman. Give her something to do. She's kind of just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah. You know, as a kid, I like liked the idea of just having Rogue in the movies because like when the, the first X-Men movies came out, I was like 10-ish years old. So I, I was like, okay, awesome. We got Rogue on big screen. Great. Like, where the fuck's Gambit? But now, as I look back on it, it's like, you guys did Rogue so goddamn dirty. She's <laughs> all the X-Men movies are trash. All of them. They're all oh, bad. Uh, they're I, all I, bad. It's okay to just let them go. I like them, but they're not. Yes, they're not what they should be. I'll give you that. They they should be better. I will give you that. But I still like. It's so cool to see Wolverine live action. The fucking. Uh, go ahead though. You're talking about your. Nah, you're good. You're good. Nah, nah, all excited. We're all friends. We're all yeah. fans here. It's good. Yes. Um, but uh, he drew a great picture of Rogue, and I hit him up and I said, "Hey, yo, man, I really like this picture of Rogue. Do you have anything else you've done?" And he sent me all this stuff, and I was like, wow, this is good. Yo, this is my idea for his stuff. He didn't show his face, so I had no clue he was black, too. Mm -hmm. And then finally, uh, he showed, sent me a picture of himself because I was like, I want to announce this to the world, but I want to put a face to it. Mm -hmm. To me, that's very important is showing your face when you're a creator, and that's because 
people feel more connected to you. Mm-hmm. Um, people always ask me for advice and I, I don't know why I always tell people, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I see dudes who like do one Kickstarter and all of a sudden they're like trying to do master classes. I'm like, damn, you did one Kickstarter. Relax. <laughs> Jeez. Relax. Okay. Relax. Like, yeah. Anyone can do one thing. I don't know what I'm doing. So, like, <laughs> I tell people, I, I, I could just tell you what I did, but I can't run a class on this. Like, mm. and so with that means, you know, so with him, with, with the artist, I, I found him and I went to go in. And uh, what am I trying to say? I'm talking about X Men got me flustered. Yeah. It's <laughs> how it works. It's how it happens. So much. Oh, God, they're so bad. Um, <laughs> Did you know in the first X-Men movie, Wolverine gets the shit kicked out of him the whole film? Like, he gets his ass kicked. Sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. I hate it. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Okay. okay we are back. talking about Isaiah. Elijah, excuse me. Elijah. Elijah Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. It's his middle name. It's Elijah Isaiah Johnson. No, no, no. You're good. I'm sorry. I got off. <laughs> um, I tell people, if there's any advice I can tell people, I tell people, don't get people to just invest in your comic. Get them to invest in you. So I, I, I told him, I said, post your face online so people could put a face to who's drawing, who's doing this. And so he posted on there. I said, oh, you're black too. Okay, good. We got two people of color creatives doing a book about people of color with superpowers. So I thought that was great. Um, I don't know if you guys live in California or not, but um, no, we're on the other side of the country. We live in Mass. Oh, you guys? <laughs> yeah, we're the other side of the country. You guys are on the other side. So, yeah, well, this is perfect for you guys. Um, me and me and Eli live in the same state, and we never met each other. Hmm. And let me explain why. Uh, California is humongous. <laughs> I hadn't heard that before. No way. Get out. You know, there's a great picture online, and I always show people. Like someone took the state of California, reversed it, um, uh, flipped it, and put it on the East Coast just to show how big it is, and like it blew people away. Like it covers New York, Massachusetts, all the way down to Virgi- Virginia. Like it goes all the way down. Damn. And it was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. He lives in L.A. Uh. and I live in Sacramento. We're like twelve hours apart. <laughs> hmm. Yep. That and sounds we- all right. Yeah, and so we just haven't been able to do that, but we need to. We talk all the time, but um, yeah, um, I always, you know, it was good finding him, um, and I I was able to open up his creativity. Um, he's used to people just he's used to when people give him scripts, um, they tell him exactly what they want on the screen, like I want exactly this. I wanted to open his creativity. I said I don't want this to be my book with you drawing it. I want this to be our book. I want you to have just as much input into this as I do. So I would tell him, okay, this is what I want to happen in the screen, uh, on this screen, but you do it the way that makes sense to you. And he would just go and do it. And either we would agree on it or we didn't. I agree with mostly everything he does. Um, he was able to draw things that he never knew that he was able to do before. And I told him, I said, yeah, you gotta like, you know, like you gotta like give people the, their, your best. Cause there's a lot of people who draw, but like 
you want people to be like, no, you need to pay attention and look at this book. So there are times he would hit me back and be upset about what I told him to draw. And I'd be like, no, dude, do it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust the process. And each time he did, and those are the best things. I get kind of jealous watching reviews because the reviews will be like, the writing's okay, but the art, oh my God. Oh, the <laughs> art. Yeah, yeah, the writing, yeah, that was cool. But man, that Eli Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, but no, of course, that's what you want, though. Like, you want, I mean, you want to be right there with them, of course. But I look, I've enjoyed writing, I know Doc has too. Yeah, that's appreciate it, of course. But that's that's I've come to um, peace with the idea that he's gonna get taken from me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all right. He got got followed by Marvel, there's like people in the industry hitting him up now. And I emailed him and I said, Wow. I'm going to get as much out of you as I can. You're about to be out of here. You're about to be out of here. And I want that from you. I tell people, I'm an older dude. I have kids in the house now. So, like, I'm good. He's a young dude. He's still in his early 20s. So, um, uh, if anything, what's that? He got a bright future then in his early oh, 20s. Yeah, I didn't know see? that. And so I tell people, if anything comes out of this, if he gets a job out of it, I'm great. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I'd be glad to know that I was a part of that. And, you know, it, that's just the only thing that comes out of it. And it looks like that's what's going to because he keeps getting Stop. hit up every day. <laughs> <laughs> every time I turn around, someone's like, yeah, I got this new thing. And Eli Johnson threw it. I'm like, yay. <laughs> wow. That's, oh, that's awesome for him. But that that's what you want. I mean, we well, we've talked to we've talked to Scott Snyder, Sean Lewis, and, and Katana Collins, and and they all said the same thing, you know, when it comes to their writing versus you know working with the artists, is that you know they have an idea, they let the artists do their thing, and that's when books really, I think, you know, come together, right? It's when you kind of give everyone the freedom to do their thing. Um, getting back to you know your your book, Leaders of the Free World. Uh, issue three right now is uh, on Kickstarter. It looks like it got fully funded, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, how long is this yeah. art going to be? And is it something that you're going to continue to release sort of on a yearly basis? Or are we going to see a little bit more of these a little more frequent? Man, great questions. God damn. Um, <laughs> I would like to do this as much as possible. The problem is, and once again, this is this has to go back to, you know, I got to be patient about things. Um, Eli does this for a living. I have a job. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I work for the state, and I, what's cool about working for the state, I can take time off whenever I want. That's why I was able to do this. Um, but Eli, like, does this for a living. And unfortunately, I do not have the funds to pay him monthly. Right. Mm-hmm. So he has to find other projects to, you know, fund himself. And so because of that, I do have to take a step back. Now, I'm not going to lie. I I tell people, I I keep it a buck. I keep it a red 100 emoji. Uh, At first, I hated it. I hated it. I was like, damn, bro, we kind of got a good thing going on here. Um, But I get it. You have to, you know, make payments. But seeing him work with other people um i was also able to see things that 
you know, I didn't know that he was able to do. And I was like, oh, that's great that you did that. And also, you know, I'm not a hater. I want everybody to win. So when he was doing other comics and stuff, I was promoting their stuff. Like, yo, like my artist is doing something else. Somebody go do that. I mean, somebody help him out. And, you know, all his other stuff got funded too. And so I'm happy. Like if if we all win, I want everybody to eat. So, um, so because of that, you know, we all help each other now. We've all built like a little community around one artist. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) But shout out to the other stuff. Uh, The other stuff that he does. Uh, Shaka. uh, He does a comic about Shaka Zulu. Um, Okay. He does that. Uh, That one does really very well too. And um, yeah, I, I just want everybody to eat. So I'm happy for them. So you bring up Elijah's other work though. And and I know you had mentioned other stuff a little while back. I feel like it was it was like in the thick of the pandemic or maybe towards the end of last year, something like that. You said you have another project or two that you're working on. And I remember seeing it, I was like, oh, this, this looks pretty fucking good. So <laughs> what, what else is there that you got cooking right now? Oh, man, I have a couple of projects, two, three, four, five. Um, Get know, out. You serious? Uh, no, oh, man, I stay busy. My brain doesn't stop. Um, nice. Ask my wife. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my brain doesn't stop. Um, so, you know, I had somebody hit me up a year ago, and he said, he told me, he said he loved the book, but he's not a rap fan. I said, that's fine. Um, I listen to everything. Mm-hmm. And he said, do you listen to rock at all? I said, yeah, I do. Um, I was just listening to Three Days Grace, Corn, uh, System of a Down, um, Rage Against the Machine. That's all my shit. Okay. And so he was like, is there any way that you could put some rock songs in there? I told him, I said, I would be honest with you. When I come, when, you know, I, going back, I said, you know, I listen to music when I write. When I listen to rock, I don't think of this team. I think of something else entirely. So I came up with the idea called the Afropunks. Mm-hmm. And that came from playing The Witcher 3. And me loving The Witcher 3, but I was like, there are no black people mm-hmm. <laughs> in this yeah. world. <laughs> nope. Not a single one. I want to fight dragons. Can I fight dragons? Can I fight goblins? <laughs> Why, fight yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so For a crazy I- thought, holy shit. We're gonna fight imaginary <laughs> fucking creatures? Holy imaginary fucking lizards that can fly? God, <laughs> no, we can limit that to a certain amount of people. I'm so sorry. Nah, you're good. <laughs> no, it's funny. Unbelievable. But no, I brought that up on Twitter. I said, you know, The Witch is great, but like, I really wish that there was more diversity in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my opinion. You know, I feel this. I said the same thing about Lord of the Rings and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then somebody came up, said to me, he said, well, there can't be black people there. And I said, why not? And he was like, well, they just never done it, so it just can't be. And I said, <laughs> okay, so, oh, oh, God damn it. It's the thing I have to deal with. I was like, okay, so your argument is <laughs> just because no one's ever done it, it should <sighs> never be a thing ever. <laughs> that's how, yeah, that's how it works. That's how Superman got created. Didn't you know that? <laughs> oh, you don't read comics. That's right. I forgot. Jesus, unbelievable. I was going to say, I don't know that. How would I know? I don't read <laughs> Superman. Um, but <laughs> not Superman. I wouldn't blame <laughs> But yeah, um, so I said, you know, he kind of has a point as in no one has really done it before. So Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? Why don't I be that? You know, uh, be the change you want to be. 
You know, I tell people that sometimes. Like, if there's something you want to see change and no one else is doing it, do it yourself. So I came up with the idea of the Afropunks. Um, the Afropunks are basically a mercenary band, and they are a rock band. Um, <laughs> nice. Okay. So, so they do. So they do hijinks. Um, they, you know, have to like deal with dragons and stuff like that. But they also have to meet, you know, their deadlines for rock albums. And <laughs> so uh, I had I created the five characters, also based off of my love for Final Fantasy and just thing and Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. And uh, you know how rap is in Leaders of the Free World, rock will be the theme in uh, the Afropunks. Oh, awesome! That sounds fantastic. Oh, I, is that going to be a Kickstarter or is that um, like Indiegogo or is it it's along those lines? Okay. Kickstarter, absolutely. Uh, we're working on that one. Um, I have that one coming. I have, um, I have, uh, God, I have so much stuff. I'm forgetting. Oh, I have uh, um, Sundown Town coming up as well. Um, I didn't see this one. Yeah, Sundown Town is another one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll send you pictures of it um, online. Uh, Sundown Town was something that you know I was, you know, I, I follow a lot of writers, and one of the things they said. Uh, a writer said he was like if you want to become a better writer start writing something that you would never really try and do and i was like i'm not a fan of horror stuff that much because hmm. i'm scared and um, <laughs> you you and me both you and me both except joe torture problem yeah. like, people be like oh man you were scared of the pussy yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> if I see Jason Voorhees, nigga, I'm running. <laughs> I'm out of here. And, and I'm not sticking around. <laughs> Y'all tell me how that goes. Oh, like, so, yeah. like, so I'm that type of dude. So I said, you know, it was funny. We were watching a zombie movie when it happened. And one of my first questions was, when if a zombie epidemic ever happened, what would the vampires do? Hmm. Uh, I never, I never have ever thought about that. Exactly. And so, uh, I want to ask you, gentlemen: Do you know what a sundown town is? No idea. Okay. Nope. Um, A sundown town is a real thing. Um, They still exist, but it was a thing back in the day, where in certain areas it was illegal for black people to be outside after. When the sun goes down. What? So yeah, it's a real thing. If you Google it and look it up, it's a thing. It's a real, it was a real thing. And there's still some out there where they shouldn't be practicing that law, but they still do. That's and, that's the part that blew. I mean, it's sad that the other like the fact that they existed doesn't blow my mind. The fact that they still exist is what's okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh man, it's no, 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 you're good because you know the that it's a reality that I had to be, you know, deal with. There were times where I've made some wrong turns. <laughs> uh, it was like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I mean, that was uh, the whole concept of the movie, The Green Book. It was a thing that, you know, black people had. It was a way of traveling and saying, no, don't go this way. <laughs> so wow. while, li- while hearing about that, I was thinking about vampires. So I said, what if I did a comic book that was a horror thing that also dealt with race relations 
and then HBO did Lovecraft Country, and I was like, well, shit fire. Michael Jordan, I took that personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people are like, no, this is a good idea. Just, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. So my whole concept, I did a thing called uh, Sundown Town, where basically Sundown Town is um, uh, a town of vampires and lichens who have decided that they need to come together because they're in an epidemic themselves, where it's like uh, our supply of food is like dwindling, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to be extinct too. Yeah, so we can do something about this. So, they're a town of people who are of, of vampires and lichens who have come together to bond with humans and be like, Look, uh, <laughs> yeah. we don't want to like kill you guys, but we need your blood. So, we're gonna protect you guys from the zombies. And yeah, we gotta keep you alive, right? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna help you only then, you know, turn on you later on down the road. <sighs> Wow. I like well, that. Of course, uh, there's always going to be vampires and lichens. Like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Why are we like cool with the? There, there are food. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't play with your food. Who are like, uh, <laughs> like, bam! Like, we can't just kill them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we got to be chill with it. And then there are humans who are also like, why are we teaming up with these people? Like, why are we yeah. teaming up with vampires? Like, uh, they're gonna kill us. And they're like, well, the zombies are going to kill us, too. See, the zombies aren't attracted to the vampires. They're already dead. Yeah. Mm. They're like, ah, we're good. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. I like that. Things like that. Uh, Yeah, thank you. So, I, you know, it's going to have scary moments, but it's going to have cool moments, too. Um, When I made that comic, I listened to a lot of 70s music. So, it's going to have an old school. Yeah. So, it's going to have an old school music theme to it. Um, and you know, I want to keep the music theme with everything I do. It's like a part of my voice. So anything Mm -hmm. I do expected to come with a soundtrack on Spotify. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'll get people to make that Spotify. I don't know how to finish it. It's so confusing. I I never thought I'll be that dude who doesn't understand what's on my character. Oh man. Here we are. I'm like, oh, yeah. what the hell? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm cursing too much. I curse. Oh, oh you should hear me on my no. own show. Don't, don't worry about it. No, no it's, it's, you guys are so professional. Here I am. Fuck shit. Damn. Goddamn. Motherfucker. No, no, no yeah, hey, look, we're, we're, we're professional during the interviews, but like when they're, <laughs> we're doing the, the regular, like, you know, talking about what's going on this week. No, hell fucking no. No, you're fine. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> so, last thing for me, uh, Corey, is uh, we like to, you know, end these interviews uh, with writers and creators uh, by asking them, you know, what are you reading? Because the, the, the purpose of our show is to introduce the people that are watching and, and listening to, to new things, books that they may not have heard of or books um, uh, they just might have missed. So we'd love to hear some things that, that you're reading that, uh, you know, they might be interested in. Well, um, that's a strange question. I don't read comics, but I will tell people <laughs> what... Um, you had a good run, Joe. I Google searched. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, something's killing the children. Fantastic. Oh, um, James yes. King and the Fourth. 
Yep. Great book. Um, I don't know if you guys ever read We Only Find Them When They're Dead. Oh, my God. Uh, I've been reading that one as God, well. You, yeah. you took two peas in a pot over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, you're an image guy. I can tell. You like, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big boom guy, but right. I've been reading a lot yeah, of image yeah. lately and uh, a lot of AWA lately as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say much, but shout out to Boom. Um, yeah, wink, wink. Um, they're good people. Oh, over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah, we love Boom. Mm, okay, oh, yeah, we love yeah. Boom. Oh, boom, 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 yeah. boom studios. Um, I've been trying to step away from the superhero stuff. Um, yeah, even though that's what I was raised on, I just love the story of storytelling. I've also been um, watching, uh, reading Undiscovered Country. Um, have you read yes. that one? Oh, 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 yeah. oh, I've been yeah. on that since day fucking one. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Scott's done a great job with it. Man, I feel bad because there was this one I just discovered and I forgot the name of it. It's on image. It's about a girl who goes into a haunted house. They're a band as well. Homesick Pilots. To... Yes. I was going to say Pilots is in the name. Love I've been reading that one as well. Man. See, I <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have been here this whole time. Holy crap! You got <laughs> damn. Yeah, um, lovesick pirates, um, pilots. I just ran across that randomly, and I was like, "Yo, this is fire!" Yeah, <laughs> like, it's fantastic. So I've been really getting on that vibe because I want to do something like that. Unfortunately, every time I try to write something serious, I accidentally draw in right in a guy who could lift the building. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you got to get away from that. <laughs> no, we're not doing that right now. And so I've been trying to get more on that hype. That's the type of stuff I want to start writing because I don't want to just be a comic writer. I want to be a writer in general. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And that's and that's why I love indie books so much because yeah. it, it's not all about the superheroes. It's about character development. It's about great storytelling and 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 the avenues that that creators can go down is, is so vast versus what you get at say DC and Marvel. It's all pretty much the same thing. Mm -hmm. hey, absolutely, and that's why some of my favorite um, writers have gone that path from Ed Brubaker yep. to uh, Rick Remender. Oh man, Remender is. Oh, man, I'm still mad at the world for not watching Deadly Class. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I, I want to fight somebody. I'm like, can I punch somebody for not watching Deadly Class? Because, like, this was like aces. <laughs> was it? I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, so, this guy didn't uh, watch it. Shit. Oh, no. Do we have to fight now? <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. Um, well, it's all on Peacock now, so um, oh no, oh. you know, uh, not it's on the cock. God uh, damn it! Uh, oh god, <laughs> it's on the cock. <laughs> that was so funny. My hat fell off. Um, so, <laughs> the it's on the cock. Um, <laughs> I will now call it that from here on out. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if you yeah, if you want something random I mean want to watch, I would highly recommend it. It was a very fantastic show. People put a lot of effort into it. Um unfortunately it didn't go far. I'm used to that. I'm a fan of Firefly. I'm used of one seasons and duns. And yeah. so <laughs> yeah, I would recommend that one. So shout out to Rick Remender and uh Ed Brubaker. 
Awesome. Now, um, of course, this whole time we're talking about Leaves of the Free World. Joe and I have backed it on Kickstarter. And as much as it's been fully funded already, people, if you guys want to read it, you can still go and back it. And there's plenty of options and to catch up and everything. Corey, why don't you tell everybody about how they can back uh, Leaves of the Free World and read it? <coughs> Now's your time. We're all here for this. <laughs> I got to get my uh, my um, work white boy voice on. Uh, hi, everyone. <laughs> my name is Corey Pruitt, and I write a comic book called Leaders of the Free World with uh, my artist Eli Johnson, um, lettered by Tobin Rassicott. He has a weird name. He sounds like a character from um, The Hobbit, uh, Tobin Rassicott. Um, he sounds like a character in a video game that would give you a side quest. Um, I like to make fun of his name. Um, and Paris Alien, um, he's going to be coloring. Um, and it is a fun book. You can, um, you know, um, fund it on Kickstarter. It's already funded, but who cares? I can always take even more money, even though I can't pay myself with this stuff. So it's, <laughs> yeah, so go there now. Uh, issues one and two on Comixology as well. And, um, yeah, you can follow me at, at uptotask. I almost said .com. That's weird. Um, yeah. At uptotask on Twitter. Uh, talk to me. I talk back. And I'm also on Instagram, Elevated Comics. Um, it's a weird name, but it really stuck to me. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to talk to you again when you, when all these other books start coming out and everything, because I'm very interested in those as well. But, Corey, we both really appreciate it big time. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you guys so very much. 